Welcome to Behind the Scenes with Sav. I'm Savannah, digital creator, tarot reader, entrepreneur, and podcast host. On the show, we get real and expose the unfiltered experiences of life. Are you ready for all this? Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Scenes with Sav. I'm your host, Savannah, and I'm so excited to dive into today's topic, which is all things tarot. This topic was actually chosen by my Instagram fam, so shout out to you if you're coming from the Instagram tribe and community. They voted (laughs) to have me go behind the scenes on this topic, so let's do it. First, uh, I got, well, tarot falls under the spirituality category. So I'll give you a little rundown about my experience with tarot and we'll go into some of the details about my coming to understand it and learn it and then eventually read for other people. My spirituality has always been around. It's always kind of been in my field. Uh, My mom is super spiritual. My grandma is super spiritual. Her grandma is super spiritual. Spirituality is essentially taking your power back and giving yourself permission to be the leader of your own life. But how you cultivate that relationship with God, with the universe, with spirit is on you. And so there is an extra level of responsibility and sovereignty that is present in spirituality. So it definitely isn't for everyone. I could see how being a part of a devout religion it's kind of nice in some aspects because they give you the layout and kind of do the thinking for you as far as like telling you how to view the world. And there, there, are, there are a lot of issues with that. Okay, this is not, we're not getting into that today here. I'm also not like the right person to get into that here, but I could tell you from my outward perspective, being spiritual, that there's a lot, a lot that happens in religion that I don't think is in the best interest of the world. However, It is cool to have a basic understanding, to have an official book, right, to follow, and people who also learn and have grown up with that book and those specific teachings and have, you know, can gather community in that way. I think that's cool. Spirituality, because it's so individual, you can find that, but you have to, it's not as easy to come by because the way that each person practices their spirituality is very different. Although there are a lot of practices that are very general and very popular with spiritual people. I would say that spirituality as we experience it today, especially in the United States, comes from Eastern religion. So Buddhism, Hinduism, lots of Eastern practices and modalities and teachings. A lot of that has been distributed and kind of watered down in some senses into the version of spirituality that we see and connect with here in the United States, at least in my area of LA. <laughs> so then that's a whole other thing, right? But the more that I learn about spirituality and do the research to kind of trace back practices that I find that I connect to the most, a lot of them do come from Eastern religions. Yoga, huge, huge advocate for yoga. I would eventually love to become a yoga teacher. Like yoga has changed my life. It is part of my daily practice. There is very rarely a day that goes by that I do not roll out the yoga mat and have a connection with my mind and my body in that way. Meditation, again, another Eastern practice, huge, huge, huge game changer. Can't recommend it enough. Like, what are you doing? You should be meditating. Like, that's how strongly I feel about it. And also, I have to give credit to the Eastern religions for that. Practice of mindfulness, 
and breath work uh, is is also from uh, Eastern practices. So I, I wouldn't categorize myself in saying that I am a Buddhist or I am uh, I follow Hin- Hindu traditions or religion because I don't know enough about them. Simply put, I don't know enough about the deities and the traditions and the celebrations and things like that. But the more I learn, the more I like. So fast forward a year, and this could be a very different topic, but just giving you that outline of spirituality because a lot of the spiritual people in my community do follow those practices or have utilized those practices to aid them on their spiritual journey. The spiritual journey, like I mentioned earlier, is very individual. It's you coming back to yourself, reconnecting to yourself, and truly following your intuition and building your trust and awareness of yourself to make choices that you believe align with your highest good and will eventually move you forward towards embodying your fullest potential. That's how I see spirituality. That's uh, my motivation for the things that I practice, things that I choose to devote myself to. It is really because of that. And so it's beautiful actually that we're talking about tarot because tarot is one of the modalities of spirituality that I connect with so deeply. I I do have the gift of of sight. if you will they would call it a seer back in the days or whatever and um, or maybe even an oracle and i don't want to go around saying i'm a seer an oracle but like low-key i'm a seer and an oracle and that's just what it is but that gift has been very strong for generations so it's really no surprise i was not open to that gift or to practicing it or expanding it or sharing it with other people or exploring it within myself for years like until i became an adult that was moved out and had gone through some deep shit and finally started to like get back to my roots and it ended up being spirituality which is hilarious because when i realized that that was where my path was leading me i was so like talk about an ironic moment i was so annoyed (laughs) i was like wait so all the things that i have recently fallen in love with and deeply connected to they're about god (laughs) they're about connecting with god i was like damn it like i thought i was like so cool and different and alternative i don't need any of this and lo and behold here we are you know that's just a full circle moment for you i took classes at house of intuition in highland park that is a really awesome spiritual i wouldn't say it's a spiritual center they kind of cater to more of like the witchy like ritualistic aspect of spirituality which i vibe with very cool i'm definitely i'm not a witch and sometimes i wish i could claim that because i think witches are so cool i think ritualistic magic is so cool i think that those kind of practices and communing with the earth and the way that a lot of witches do are so cool i think the witch hat and the cloak and the cape and the wand is so cool like harry potter vibes like to the max but that's just not really how my spirituality expresses itself but i do have a soft spot for that and i love learning about that and who knows it's a path that's always evolving but that's that's not me where i'm at right now i'm at the like i'm a little bit past the like hippie stage in my spirituality and i still connect with that and gravitate towards that i'm really in love with the earth right now i'm really in love with the animals right now I'm really in the love with the can't phase me. I've got my inner peace. I want to go hug a tree vibe, okay? And although I don't dress it up that way in my outward appearance, that's just where I'm at (laughs) internally. 
and it's so working for me. And I think there are ebbs and flows. I do have witchier periods where um, I am doing a lot of candle magic and kitchen magic and, and, and spell work, moon stuff, and that's so super cool. Like I said, it's a path that's always unfolding, and I think all of us will gravitate towards certain things when we need them and then make space for other things as we shift. But back to House of Intuition. I actually found House of Intuition because I was looking up meditations and they had classes there from different teachers ranging from kundalini meditation they had all types of different offerings past life regression classes and sound baths and and crystal grids and all types of stuff that i was just like lit up by at the time through house of intuition i found my magic teacher at the time naha armadi amazing amazing woman she is such a powerhouse so mystical, so magical, so knowledgeable, and so real. And I really appreciated her authenticity. She always reminded us of our own power and said, look, I'm a guide, but you are your own teacher. Everything I tell you is is subject to your discernment. Take what resonates and leave the rest, and that's how you become a good wizard. And I vibed with that message. I was like, all right, cool. So I took a lot of classes with her, one of them being her tarot course, which I believe now is a certification. I'm not certified in tarot. You don't need to be certified in tarot, but I think it's cool if you do the work, you get a little certificate after the inner kindergartner and me loves a certificate. So (laughs) if you were to study with her now, and I believe that she is fully online, you can still work with her. So in that class, I met a lot of other people who were on various parts of their past, but we were all into the same thing. We had made this monetary commitment and this time commitment and this energetic commitment to tarot, and it was so freaking cool. And so we went through all 72 cards in the deck. The behind the scenes on tarot is that there is only one original tarot deck, and that is the Rider Waite tarot deck, which by the way, was illustrated by a woman, to pop off, a black woman at that, love to see it. That deck, is has set the stage for every other deck every oracle card every animal spirit guide card every angel card all of that is derived from the energy and the teachings that are within rider weight that was what we spent our eight weeks going over and being tested on and understanding and writing about having that foundational understanding of the tarot was so cool because you come to learn as you're studying tarot is that tarot is actually a 72 page book about life or of life there are your major arcana cards i think there's about 40 of them and then the rest of the cards are minor arcana a major arcana would be the chariot uh judgment the devil the star etc and then minor would be like one of wands two of wands three of wands so forth so on So the first card in the deck is the fool. The fool represents any beginner who is embarking on their spiritual journey. (laughs) Quite literally a fool. Not in a derogatory sense, but in the sense of lots of optimism, pretty naive, has his little stick with his little snacks in his bag because he thinks it's going to be a short trip (laughs) and is just bopping along, you know? And all of us come to be the fool at many points in our life. And so that's what's also cool about the tarot is that that book is we're always moving through those stages. If you're familiar with tarot at all and having a card come up right or as a reversal, so upside down, each card is also rotating. So like, let's say 
I pull the devil, right? And it's reversed. It's not a bad thing. Like that means that I'm actually freeing myself from whatever limitations or patterns that I had allowed myself to be enslaved by. If that devil is upside down, that's what that means. Knowing that the card is still shifting and will shift to eventually be upright, which means that now there's another opportunity for me to look at something that I am allowing to hold me back. This is because there are levels to life. There are endless levels to life. There are endless levels to being. There are endless expressions to experience and appreciate. It it really never ends. That's what the experience of being human is. It's how much can we grow? How much can we learn? How much can we elevate? How much can we transcend through this, this school of life before we go back and get to be a soul and get to vibe out again? Tarot is a cool representation of the human experience when you look at it that way. Tarot cards are wild. They're wild. There is so much information in one freaking card. And to know all of the signs and the symbolism is like crazy next level. That goes into that is just next level. Everything from the color of the card to the types of fruit that may be pictured on the card and the the waves and where the moon is at. And every card, at least in the major arcana, correlates with a planet and a zodiac symbol. And so the more layers you can understand and study about tarot, the better reader you'll be by the book though. So a by the book reader. And you can be a fantastic by the book reader and not even really feel very connected to like spirituality and still be a kick-ass tarot reading bitch. Like, yes, you know? However, what isn't taught But what is kind of uncovered as you're on the journey of being a reader is that intuitive aspect. And that's what we'll be shifting to in just a moment. There's an intuitive aspect where you'll you'll start to release a little bit of the by the book aspect of what a card is showing you or saying and intuitively feel into what's coming up as you're working with the cards, and that may end up being the message either for yourself or for the person that you're reading for. It's it's a wild, wild journey. After learning about tarot and taking the course and making some great connections with people in that class, I really just used it for me. I was going through a really tough time, and so having the ability to pull a tarot card and, and sit with the cards and be open to my spirituality in that way, communicate with my spirit guides through the tarot cards, was very cool and that was just enough for me to handle. I was in no place to be reading for other people because I was still untangling my own internal world and figuring that out. And I I was not as clear of a channel for messages for the divine to show up and be in service to other people. That is something that came about about a year ago and is a big part of what I do today, what I offer today, the clients that I have in one way or another are all my tarot clients like I do coaching of course and uh you know social media like branding and strategy but tarot is woven within everything I do and that goes back to it being an intrinsic spiritually devoted gift (laughs) a spiritually signed gift that that I have it's cool to be able to offer that to people through tarot it also helps give a medium of that exchange that I think people can understand so that's the basics on tarot how I got into it, how I learned about it and studied about it. But there's there's so much. So after that, doing my thing, right? Start acquiring some Oracle cards, which are really popular. I love their approachability and I love that they're so easy to understand. 
The other thing to know about tarot is that the more you start to work it, the more that it works for you and within you. And so, like I mentioned that the tarot is a book of life, there are settings that, or or situations that will present themselves that will be a three of swords situation where if you're familiar with tarot, that's the heart with the three daggers going through the heart. that we all experience that level of heartbreak that level of betrayal that level of just hurt and pain and a tarot card if you are in that time and you pull some tarot cards that card will pop up point blank period i'm not going to say maybe i'm not going to say at some point it will come up because that's that's tarot the rider weight deck is that blunt the way that you would think of someone communicating to you about the law and how the law is just, this is what it is. It's no nonsense. It's very black and white. That is the energy of the Rider Waite deck. I actually strayed from that deck a little bit because it was too much for me. It was like, those messages were too direct and too hard hitting. And I just wasn't uh, available for that energy at the time. Now that I've sorted through my own sauce (laughs) and have become a more clear channel, and I'll get to that in a moment, I am revisiting the Rider Waite and brushing up on my knowledge about that because as a reader, it is the best tool that you can have because there is so much information that comes through in a way that an Oracle card, for example, won't ever really give you. And if you're pulling from the intuitive, your intuitive power and your book smart within the tarot, you that's like the huge million dollar combo, right? Because some people can be very book smart and not really have the intuitive backing. And some people can have the intuitive backing, but when they're feeling emotional or when they're not feeling as clear, that can muddy up the intuitive messages. And now it's kind of hindering their ability to be a clear reader. So you definitely want a combination of both just to have your basis covered, whether that's for you and your personal readings or whether you're listening to this thinking that you might want to start offering readings or you already do offer readings and you may be coming up against some of the stuff. I hope I can offer some insight there. About a year ago, I started offering free tarot live streams to my Instagram community. And that was a divinely guided insight. My spirit guides were like, hey, go live and pull some, pull a tarot card. And I was like, oh, okay. And so that's what I did and it's evolved. And now I do pull a card for the collective, which communicates the energy of the week to all of us who are open to receiving it. More of that hour that I'm on is giving complimentary readings to audience members that join it'll just be one card a quick reading but we've developed such a great community we have people who are showing up regularly every single week i have mothers i have students i have some fathers i have professionals i have creatives i have artists i have other readers and it's just so so cool for all of us to get together every monday night and just have that connection through that my tarot newsletter was born so if you're interested in keeping up with us throughout the week I have a newsletter that goes out every week, which gives insight about the collective energy and then usually any little updates or tidbits I have in addition to that. That came from Tarot Monday Nights. I now offer private readings to people and that was something I didn't consider doing before. And I only did that because I was getting inquiries about those kinds of services because I was going live all the time. So I was like, oh, I guess, yeah, I should offer that. It wasn't something that I started like for the money or ever really had that in mind. But as I started doing it, I realized how needed it is because dang, there are just so many moments where you need that clarity, where people don't know where to go and don't know what to do. And they would just love to have some clarity or insight or spiritual guidance in a situation. And so being a reader, 
has been so amazing to be the medium to provide that for people. And their feedback has just been so beautiful. Like, I'm just so, so grateful for that element of my being, for that gift, because I have been in some really crazy dark spots. And to know that some of the people I'm reading for are also in that, but can get a little bit of the light through tarot, through a message, through connecting with their guides, through a loved one coming through with a message, that's been wild for me. It's really, really special and something I can, I hope that I get to do for the rest of my life because it's so powerful, you know? So that's tarot. Let's talk about being psychic because that's the tea. If you want the behind the scenes on tarot, the behind the scenes on tarot is that your girl is psychic and she's becoming more psychic every single day, it feels like. And it's wild. I was going to say it's crazy. It's not crazy. It's wild. It's a wild experience because my grandmother is super psychic. My mom is for sure psychic. And, and all psychic means is someone who is intuitive and isn't connected to picking up energy in the environment and auric fields and has extra sensory perception. Everyone is psychic in their own right. Everyone has the ability to cultivate these gifts, to become more attuned to their energy, to the energy of others, to get really familiar with um, tarot cards and read the card, but also read the energy of the person in front of them, right? We all have that ability. Part of my devotion to yoga and mindfulness and breath work all of that is in part to the fact that i have this gift of being super intuitive and pretty freaking psychic that i have to tend to you know because if you don't lose it you lose it and although it's an intrinsic part of who i am that sense has definitely gotten for sure sharper even over the past year that i've been i've opened up and offered it to other people and at that time i never identified it with the term psychic just like i'm sure you've seen people on TV, you know, who have their own shows, who are like psychic and they walk around the grocery store and they tap people on the shoulder telling them, oh, your grandmother's coming through, I have a message for you. I don't know if that's in my future to become like that level of psychic, but you have to understand for the psychic, that means that they're getting inundated with so much information and it's overloading them that they have to then tap a stranger on the shoulder to communicate that. And so for me, I see that as not having very good spiritual boundaries. That's something that I've always been very, very intentional with. That's something we went over in the spiritual classes that I've taken, the tarot course I've taken, the developing intuition course I've taken, all that good stuff. Spiritual boundaries are just as important as as personal boundaries that we have with our people here. A spiritual boundary, for example, is opening up shop every Monday night at seven for my tarot live streams. That means my guides know that they can be on and popping and communicating to me. That means that any loved ones that have passed over who want to communicate with people on the live can come to me and I can relay those messages during that hour. But once that hour is up, I close up shop and I move on with my night. My personal spiritual guides, my spiritual team always have access to me. I'm very open with them and I reiterate how much I enjoy their messages, how much I'm looking for their messages and I'm receptive to their messages. So they have more, I'm more lenient with them and their energy, but people's grandmas trying to wake me up in the night or knock over candles on my nightstand or whatever, like we're not, I'm not available for that, okay? This isn't a Hollywood horror movie. No, just a hard no. But having poor spiritual boundaries will allow for that because people will start to open up with these gifts or maybe their gift comes on super strong or or as a result of something crazy that they've gone through, like a car accident or a near-death experience. And now all of a sudden they've been illuminated to this other level of consciousness and these other dimensions and it's overwhelming 
you know? And so you have spirits who are vibrating at a lower frequency trying to come through and connect with someone who's on their same wavelength because a lot of people that get awakened via trauma, that's a dense energy. So you're going to get dense spirits that align with that. That's the stuff that horror movies are made of. No, thank you. (laughs) No, thank you. We'll have a very short-lived career as a tarot reader if that uh, were to happen. So boundaries are huge. And that's something that I don't see talked about very often. And I I would love to go into how to set these things up, open up shop, close up shop, etc. If you guys are wanting more in-depth how-to and insights, I would love to give that to you. Just let me know. Leave a comment. Send me an email, whatever. That is the tea on that. So being psychic is cool, but it's a gift that I get to experience the more that I am giving it to other people. And that's what's kind of ironic about it is like my psychic abilities didn't really open and flourish ever like they have now. And I I do believe that's because I've, I've opened myself up to be giving it to other people as readings, Uh, on even just through like my coaching for example a lot of that is very spiritual intuitively guided my private clients i'm sitting across from them or virtual on a zoom and they're i'm with them and their guides you know and i don't always tell my clients that that's something that's coming through like from their spirit guides maybe i should (laughs) maybe i should you know that's absolutely what's happening because it's that's who i am those things are always going to come through those insights but i think sometimes it's nice to have the medium of tarot because i have a little bit of a base to read into a situation via the card and the person on the receiving end who maybe not isn't that spiritual or awakened in that level can understand okay she's reading what's on the card and they don't even really have to acknowledge the fact that they have spirit guides or that they're a soul and a body or whatever. If you don't want to acknowledge that, bro, like that's on you, but that's what it is. But they can kind of deny that (laughs) and just tell themselves, well, she's just reading what's on the card, so it's fine. And if that's where you're at, that's where you're at. No tea, no shade. As an intuitive and as a psychic, there are no mediums or cards or magic eight balls. Like those things, like I mentioned in the very beginning, tarot is just a spiritual tool like a crystal ball, like scrying, like runes, like candle magic, like all the other bells and whistles, you don't need anything to heighten your psychic abilities, to be a reader, to communicate with your spiritual team, to live in a way that's more aligned and mindful. There, All of these other tools are just a, a, a way to focus your energy and amplify it with your intention. But You could do that with a pen and a paper. You don't necessarily need a fancy wand and the right colored candles to do that. So that is one of my main messages. Just like the teacher I had who always empowered us, I aim to do that with all of my private clients and my audience. It's like, look, you always have a choice. You always have an opportunity to take your power back in any situation. You always have an opportunity to shift your mindset into something that vibrationally raises you and that is in alignment with what you want. Now, your mind might try to tell you otherwise. Our egos love to keep us safe, but that is the truth. That's a part of my personal truth, but it is actually just universal truth. And I have the <laughs> awareness, so uh, it's part of my job to communicate that. And that's part of my message here on this show, on anything that I do. It's always, always to remind you of your power and to inspire you to live more freely and more fully and to be yourself because I struggled for so long 
trying to find who that was and be that and and I'm being other people that I thought that other people wanted from me and just so like intertwined with so many of the wrong things and I am grateful to that experience for showing me those things and for bringing me into a state of awareness and understanding that I am now but part of that responsibility I have is to share that you know when you know better you do better part of all of my online offers are an extension of that so I hope that aligns with you I hope I was able to pull back the curtain a little bit on tarot and a little bit on being psychic for you (laughs) if that's something you all would love to dive into deeper I am so happy to do that I would be thrilled actually because it's something new for me to unbox but I'm here okay we love to do it So that is it for today's episode. Thank you again to those of you who have reached out and let me know how much you're enjoying the podcast. Those of you that are following and sharing, which is huge. I just want you to know how meaningful that is to me and how much that motivates me to continue going because, you know, it's it's a grind. (laughs) It's a grind and I'm happy to do it, but it means so much knowing that it means a lot to you too. So thank you again and I will spend time with you all next week. If you're taking away a little inspiration or wisdom from today's show, send it to a friend, post it on your socials, or leave a rating and review, all of which help to reach more listeners like you.